The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Well, the masculine journey today, we may be taking you off into the woods a bit, <laughs> talking about the subject of regrets. But it is our object here to get us out of the woods, and we will certainly um, be bandying that about. We have a number of wonderful clips, but there's a reason for this topic, a mm -hmm. and one of the reasons is the reason why you're not hearing Sam's voice right this minute, is uh, Sam was dealing with um, the illness of his uh, father-in-law which ended up with his father-in-law going to be with the lord which yeah. is the reason he can't join us tonight but during that time uh, the for those of us who experienced a time of mourning like that where you've been in the house of mourning it's it's easy to understand why the lord said it's better to be in a house of mourning than a house of feasting because family comes together things are ironed out but during that time there comes up these regrets of wow i didn't spend enough time with that person or i you know i wish i'd have figured out another way to resolve this but yeah. and all those things sam said we got to have this as a topic <laughs> the shoulda coulda wouldas the shoulda coulda wouldas and so you know here we find ourselves so just to start off the show because we have so many clips we got to take you in the woods and you're gonna regret that <laughs> oh that's good here we go uh but anyway yes the the movie is the legend of bagger vance and those of you who've seen the movie probably very familiar with the clip we're going to use because Juna had been in, uh, I guess it was World War One. It was, yeah. And uh, had lost a great deal of his, you know, troops that, that were under his command. And he certainly had a, a number of regrets and came out of an alcoholic not being able to play golf anymore. And now he was trying to be restored as a, as a golfer. And this person that was kind of playing the Holy Spirit bagger, Vance, came along mm -hmm. to show him. Like we talk about, this movie is not necessarily about golf, but it is Did you a say fantastic. gopher? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wrong. That's a different movie. <laughs> wrong movie. But anyway, in the, in, as we find Juna, who's the star of this movie, he is clearly in the woods, and he's clearly dealing with the regrets of what's happened in his past. And fortunately, God may have led him into the woods on the masculine journey, but he has every intention of taking him out of the woods. You gonna be one in a different club, Dale, Junior? I can't do this. Hey, you might should just loose your grip up a smidge. You know, a man's grip on his club, just like a it's man's grip on... That's not what I'm talking about. I know. No, you don't. What I'm talking about is a game. A game that can't be won. Only played. You don't understand. I don't need to understand. And a soul on this entire earth ain't got a burden to carry. He don't understand. You ain't alone in that. But you've been carrying this one long enough. Time to go on. Lay it down. I don't know how. 
You got a choice. You can stop, or you can start. Start? Walking. Where? Right back to where you always been, and then stand there. Still. Real still. And remember. It's too long ago. Oh, no, sir. It was just a moment ago. Time for you to come on out the shadows, Juna. Time for you to choose. I can't. Yes, you can. But you ain't alone. I'm right here with you. I've been here all along. Al, when you listen to that clip, there's a key there in there. It comes near the end. Do you want to share your thoughts on that coming out of the shadows line? You know, and I love that line when when we listen to it. It makes me think of when I lived before Christ. I had so many regrets, anxieties, so many things. But there was something about coming coming to Christ where the light hit me. The light, the light of the Lord, the love of the Lord hit me. And then when I became fathered by God, even more so, I embraced that light. And there's, you know, why live in the dark? And I know I'm different from most people. I'm a cheerful, you know, happy guy. But most of the time, most of the time, don't, don't make me dark. <laughs> don't put me in the shadows. Uh, but I love, that, I love the song where the light meets the dark by 10th Avenue right. North. Yeah. Oh. And, and there's so much right there, right? Mm-hmm. When you hear that concept of wow juna has got to come into the light because he is hanging out in the shadows what do you think about that yeah he's he's well you hear the flashback from the very beginning he's still back in the past the darkness of where he was in the war and he's not gotten out of there and that's what he's being called to do at this moment you're not living your life you're standing in the same place that you've been and it's time to come out in this particular clip he he's got survivor's guilt you know back in the days of world war one communities they felt when the army signed them up they put them in a platoon together and so your community would go to war together and they thought you'd fight for your you know with the people of your community you know harder and with more courage and with more love but as you see them die there's so much more pain so much more hurt yeah and i know we're going to take you a little further in the woods but we got to do that in order to get out of the woods and what you described exactly right about the First World War, but by Vietnam, you may well be serving with somebody you didn't know. Right. And we're going to pick up uh, John, I mean, excuse me, John Tom Cruise, <laughs> who's in the Tom movie uh, Born on the Fourth of July, right? And he's talking about a similar incident where he's in the shadows and, 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 and he's got some regrets that are really hard to deal with. Yeah. I was a squad leader. I didn't know Billy real well. He was a new kind of quiet Oh, we didn't talk much to new guys. He was 19? That's right, 19. Only son? Yes, sir. Only boy. I think he said he was married and you were pregnant. I remember the day he was killed. It was a strange day. We were out on patrol near a beach area. And I was very confusing. I was screaming and firing. It was getting late. And there were these children, uh, these babies that we killed by mistake. Hello. And then it got really crazy. And we had to pull back because the NVA were uh, coming up on us. And we got scattered in the dunes. 
people were yelling at anything, firing at anything. And that was when it, it happened. I was uh, confused, I was scared. I raised my rifle three times and shots. Body fell in the dunes. God, this, this is very difficult for me to say. We don't have to hear this, Ron. But, Mr. Wilson, I think I was the one that killed your son that night. I was the one. I was the one. What's done is done, sir. I can't ever forgive you. But maybe the Lord can. We're on a stain, Ron. We're on a stain of pain. You've been gone. Dennis, that, that line there really spoke to you. It, 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 some of the giants that you're facing and what you're dealing with now? Yeah, I think that uh, the first thing that I heard him say is that, and how many times is, is someone listening today, have you looked in your life and say it got really crazy? Something in my life got really crazy or it got really out of hand and something happened or I said and I did say, and it may not be to the level of I killed your son, but something that I did or said and now you're living in that regret. And what I heard was him saying that, and then, and then the other people in your lives who sometimes say, I can't really forgive you for that. Other human beings who may say, I can't really forgive you for that. But she also said, but the Lord, maybe the Lord can, which he absolutely can. He can forgive us for the things that we regret in our lives. And then the other thing that touched me was right at the other end where the mother was saying, uh, almost in a godly kind of way that I could, you know, I, I felt your pain because of, of losing, losing the son. And I thought, and I thought of God talking about his own son. You know, I know your pain from things that happened in your past. I, you know, I lost my own son. My own son died. Yeah. You, know, you were going to speak to that. No, I was straightening my mic. Oh, well, but. we want you to have a straight mic. There's nothing worse <laughs> than a mic. What do you it's, it was kind of off center and I wanted to look at Dennis and, in, in hearing what you're saying, that regret that we carry, and, and I have so many in the past where I've hurt people, um, and I was tempted to, to tell a story, but I think I'm going to hold back. No, I'll go ahead and tell it. There was um, a girl that I dated in high school, and I broke her heart. Um, I was in a bad place. She was in a bad place, dysfunctional families. Years later, you know, she thought, we were going to be married that she just thought that was it. And it wasn't. And years later, I, I dated a series of girls, but she was the best girlfriend I ever had. She was kind. She was compassionate. She was, um, just so friendly. Um, and so she was talking to her daughter about her first boyfriend, her daughter's first boyfriend. And I met her on Facebook and I, I emailed her and I, I had to tell her I was sorry that, that I broke up with her and treated her like that. And I was kind of harsh. And she told me that I was the story that she told her daughter about broken hearts, which crushed me. Mm. <laughs> but, but in that, she said, I can't, but I told her that she was the best girlfriend I'd ever had up to my wife that I we're still married for 18 years. Um, but when I told her that, that I, every girl yeah, I dated, I kind of measured against her. 
she thought I was just uncaring. She didn't know the burdens that I was going through and the, the, the things that I was carrying with me that I couldn't sustain a happy relationship. So, but you know, it was, it's odd how her broken heart and my broken heart, you know, healed each other. Well, hopefully it helped her years later. She said it did. Hmm. Well, the challenge that we see is to, to our regrets as we are on the field of battle, which is where we are in a masculine journey, are, is Satan used those against us? Is he using those to keep us pinned down and so freaked out and so, so unaware of our surroundings that we're still shooting off at anybody that comes our way, like what, what we saw with Tom Cruise there? Hopefully, we're going to get you out of the woods by the end of this show, so you want to stay tuned for the next segment. Visit us, masculinejourney.com. You can be a hero by being prepared for an emergency. First, make a plan. Call a family meeting to plan for things like how to connect with loved ones after an emergency or your escape route. I am not fast. Build a kit. When disaster strikes, it's important to have enough supplies to last three days. And don't forget the batteries. Low batteries. Visit ready.gov kids for more preparedness tips. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Introducing a new day of the week. It's called Someday. Now, everything you were going to do someday is on the calendar. Want to retire someday? You'll really want this. A My Social Security account at socialsecurity.gov. You can estimate your future benefits and manage current benefits online. Millions of people have a My Social Security account. Get yours today, because someday is here at socialsecurity.gov. Yes, we are talking to regrets today on The Masculine Journey. We're in the studio with Al Henley and, and Dennis. And part of our situation is we, we, we're, we've got regrets that we're missing a couple of our favorite folks. We're missing Sam, who is unfortunately you know, yeah. making arrangements to, to bury his father-in-law with his family. And then Vinny recently had eye surgery. Papa Vinny. And uh, you know he's struggling. Yeah. And so both these families, certainly the Menino family and the main family, could use our prayers, and uh, you know that's part of what we get to do. If we don't get pinned down by Satan, as w- as we're looking um, at our own failings and our own faults that lead to these regrets, and of course, you know, we got you in the woods, and I'm uh, this next clip is probably going to take us all a little bit further down into the woods. But in order to get out of the woods, first got to get into them, yeah, and so deep. this clip is from the movie Schindler's List, and this is Mr. Schindler that is actually talking mostly through the clip. And his regret is he, the Schindler's List was about Nazi Germany. And, and Can I set the clip Yeah, up? go ahead. Um, so if you don't know who Eric Schindler was, he was a very rich uh, capitalist. He benefited from the war. Um, he used uh, Jews for free slave labor. And, you know, he was pretty much a playboy. 
spent money like it was nothing, greased everybody's palms, made things happen. But then as the war went on, he started to get to know the Jews that were in the camp that he owned, and he started to care about them. And so he started asking for them, when, and then he starts asking for their family members and their relatives and people they knew, and he tried to get them all in there. And he was having to buy. He was having to pay money to get these people to get them into this one camp so that they could be safe. And this is where he, he looks back on his life as a playboy and, you know, wasting money the way he did. And he's thinking, wow, you know, I wasted. I could have got more out. I could have got more. I don't know if I just... Oscar, there are 1,100 people who are alive because of you. Look at them. If I made more money, <laughs> I threw away so much money. <laughs> you have no idea. If I just... There will be generations because of what you did. So the challenge there for all of us, Dennis, is that in order to get comfort, Mm -hmm. to get healing, we got to go in the woods and we got to admit some of this stuff really hurts Mm -hmm. and and we got to really face some of the demons we got to that that are in there if if we are going to in fact find ourselves on the other side of it and it's interesting thing i learned this week it just blows me away i went to a jewish wedding um this summer and i'd never seen one and there's a tradition in a jewish wedding that the bride encircles the groom seven times walks around him seven times and if you look there's really a treasure in jeremiah 31 22 where it says the lord is going to do a new thing. The woman encircles a man. And the point being that we, being the bride of Christ, are going to encircle his heart. And in, in order to encircle him, marry him, we've got to surround him in love, and we got to be this perfected you know, bride. But before we get there, the beginning of that verse says, how long will you waver? How long are you going to be of two opinions, essentially, mm-hmm. virgin daughter? And so how can we engage our beloved in order to get the healing that we need in order to be, you know, all that he wants us to be? And so as we're in this process of encircling Jesus and we're praying, God, how can I be the bride, that the unspotted bride that we get to join with in Revelation? And then how can I encircle you seven times? 
I, I've got to make some progress and I've got to, to, to get past some things in order for that to happen. And yeah, you can't, you can't stay in the, and the music bumper that we used was kind of an example of what not to do in a way, because I think our, our tendency is as human beings is to go, well, if I could turn back time and I could do something differently than I do this, God doesn't want us to live back there where those things took place. He wants us to, to move forward. Uh, Otherwise, we never come out of the woods. We're stuck in the woods, and we stay there in the darkness. If I could do this, if I could have done this over again, I would have done it differently. I mean, we can use our past experiences for for good to help others, but we can't, as Al was talking about earlier before we started the show, um, if we live in them, then we're not getting anywhere, really. Well, one of the treasures of the Masculine Journey you know, boot camps that we've all experienced is the covenant of silence where you go out and you get alone with God. And I've often wondered if we couldn't just have some kind of agreement here on the Masculine Journey that after our show today at 1230, you would go out and you would get with God and take a question or two to him and discuss that. And so if there was a regret that came up in your mind during the show today, why not agree with Robbie that you're going to take that regret and write it down and sometime in your quiet time spend a half an hour, an hour talking to God about that because otherwise you're, that's down in the woods. It's down in the shadows and you got to bring it out into the light as we saw um, with Juna. And we're going to give you a chance to get out of the woods now and listen to what happened in the rest of that clip with Juna and Bagger Vance uh, there in the woods. Especially if I can push the right button. There it goes. and play the game, your game, the one that only you was meant to play, one that was given to you when you come into this world. You ready? Take your stance. Strike that ball, Junior. Don't hold nothing back. Give it everything. Now's the time. Let yourself remember Remember your swing. That's right, Junior. Settle yourself. Let's go. Now is the time, Junior. We're out of the woods, Al. Yes, we are. <laughs> and I love this because... You know, the Christian um, imagery here is that Bagger Vance is the Holy Spirit. We all have that special sauce, as Todd Clark says. We all have that something special, and the Holy Spirit will bring it out of us. We just need to let him guide us because that's what Father wants. He wants us to, to come out of the shadows and into the light and illuminate us, you know, shine his love upon us, not just so that we can feel the love and the warmth, but so others can see it too, and then they come out of the shadows. And I see the, I see the imagery of him walking out of there and walking back onto the fairway, and now he's walking in God's purpose for his life. Yeah, beautiful. You know, he's come out of the darkness. He's walking in God's purpose again. As you said earlier, this movie was really not about golf at all, although the imagery was great. And it speaks to what happened there. Was Juno was finally. 
you know, at the point where he had to trust what the Holy Spirit was telling him. And he was alone with him. And I cannot emphasize enough that any real progress in my life did not come from listening to the radio. It did not come from, it came from when I actually connected to God. You know, when I was in prayer, or I might have had a Bible in my hand, but it was him connecting to me through the word that made the impact in my life. And so to get out of the woods, to find yourself in the fairway, I can't get there unless I get connected to the to my groom. And if I encircle him with my love and, 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 and ask in that time alone, in the covenant of silence, where it's me and God, that's where it happens, Al. You know, right above my bookshelf, behind my desk, there's a sign that says, don't ask God to move, uh, don't ask God to guide your path if you're not willing to move your feet. We've got to do that. We, we have to spend that time in the word. Mm-hmm. We have to spend that time in prayer. Um, some guys that I teach Sunday school with, we're in a commitment that we're going to get up, read our Bibles, we're going to pray, and then we're going to exercise. And when we do that, now that, you know, I've been doing it for a while without the exercise, they've been exercising you know, now we're all doing it together and it's neat to, to see the difference in all of us, how we come together as Sunday school teachers, how we come together as friends. That comfort and the breakthrough is there, but it's there when you spend time with him. That's, that's where the source is and, and abiding in him is where you're going to get the sap, right? Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, you're going to be doing like, uh, and I've heard a little bit about your golf game. Otherwise, you're going to be <laughs> you're going to be taking shots out of the woods, and your and your golf ball is going to be bouncing all over trees, and you're going to be back there. Well, that's well, that was my golf game. I but heard you're his golf stay game back was there. a fisherman. You're going to stay back there and never get anywhere. And 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 but if you've got the caddy with you, and he can point <laughs> you in a way to get back out into the light, yeah, we can't do it alone. Yeah, and it's that craziness that you described that, you know, the ball's coming off the the trees and all this stuff, and it just seems like there's no way out. There is no way out unless, you know, you're following the good shepherd. And and that's kind of, and it says we got to get accustomed to his voice. And so that's, that's the joy of my life is to hear that still small voice come through. Take that quiet time this week. Get alone with him take out one of those regrets that came to your mind write it down and bring it out into the light this week again you can listen to our past shows and podcasts at masculinejourneyradio.com join us on Facebook and hey until next week well, you'll get Sam back and Vinny maybe we're trying to get him in so and God bless you, be praying we love for you both guys. brothers thank you <laughs>